Hey there, welcome to the Deliver On Your Business podcast, where you are the boss. I'm Ron from EntreeCourier.com. Entree is from entrepreneur, for somebody who is in business for themselves. And here's the deal, folks. If you're an independent contractor, you are operating a business, ready or not. So that makes you an Entree Courier. Welcome to the club. This podcast is here to help you think like a business owner and to thrive in your business. So let's get started, shall we? Well, hello, Courier Nation. I want to thank you for joining along as we get into episode 23 of the Deliver On Your Business podcast. Now, this is meant to be a weekly podcast, but we have been kicking it off with our 31-day Courier MBA series. And so for 31 days straight, the idea is to dive into a business topic and apply that to being couriers for gig economy apps like DoorDash, Postmates, Uber Eats, Grubhub, Caviar, etc. Now we have five overall themes in our 31-day Courier MBA series. And MBA in this stands for Mastering Business Attitude. We talked already about how a business plan applies to what we do. We got into operations, which is some of the day-to-day and the strategy stuff. Yesterday, we wrapped up the last episode in a section on finances and money. And so today, we are kicking off with five episodes on customer service. And today, we're going to get into a little bit of a customerception. I'll explain what I mean here in just a moment. So Courier Nation, here's the deal. Customer service is a huge part of running any business. And that's true even if that business is just delivering food for gig economy apps like DoorDash and Postmates and such. But here's the question. Who is your customer? Who is your real customer? For us folks, it's it's actually kind of weird. It's like a customer version of the movie Inception. It's a customer within a customer within a customer. Did you ever see that movie? It's, it's kind of one of those mind twisters. And uh, kind of the premise of it was having this dream within a dream within a dream. Somebody's dreaming of dreaming of dreaming. And, and it, you know, like I said, it'll make your head spin a little bit when you think about it that way. And it was very clever. But, you know, it's, it's kind of weird that way for us because when you're talking about the customer, it's, it's a customer within a customer within a customer. There, is, there are the delivery apps. There is the restaurant and there is the person who ordered food and they're all customers or they're customers of customers or they're customers of customers of customers. Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird that way. Now, folks, I've mentioned this a lot in the past that uh, a lot of us who got into this, you could really be called accidental business owners. It wasn't necessarily your intention to own a business. You just came, it just came with the territory when these companies decide that you've got to be hired as an independent contractor, not as an employee. You don't carry the way, you just wanted the money, right? But the reality is you are running a business. And this website and this podcast, they're not here to really say that this is the way it has to be. But the whole purpose of what I'm doing here is it is taking that reality that we are in And I'm trying to provide information and encouragement that says that, you know, the best way to really thrive in this situation then is to embrace that role as a business owner 
and and to start thinking like a business owner. Well, a big part of being a business owner and a big part of thinking like a business owner is to think in terms of customer service. Now, with any business you run, customer service is huge. With any business you run, you've got to understand that importance of customer service. And of course, that involves understanding who your customer is. So who is your customer? I've already talked a lot about this whole independent contractor thing. And it really does go back to that, that we are not employees of Grubhub or DoorDash or Postmates or any of these other companies. When we are independent contractors, what happens is they chose instead to contract with us as contractors to do the work. So that did a couple of things. First of all, it made you a business owner, you know, accidental or not. That's nothing new if you've been reading this blog or listening to this podcast. And technically, that is what we are, is we are business owners. But here's the thing is when you contract with somebody as a business, whoever you contract with is your customer. And what does that mean? That means that Grubhub is your customer. That means that Postmates is your customer. That means that DoorDash and Uber Eats and Caviar, whoever you are doing delivery work for as an independent contractor, they are your customer. And here's the other side of it is that they are your customer, but it's on a delivery by delivery basis. And legally, that's that's really the only way they can do it. They are your customer from the moment you accept a delivery to the moment you complete the delivery. But it's those companies that they are your customer. So the delivery company is your customer, but then there's also the restaurant. And this is one of those areas. This is where now we're getting into the customer of the customer. They are a customer of sorts, but it's more like they are the delivery platform's customer because they contract with DoorDash and with Postmates and all of the others to have this done. So technically, they are the customer of the platform. But there's something important to consider in that because when you're doing a delivery, you're doing so on behalf of that delivery platform. And so when you walk into the restaurant, there's a part of professionalism that respects the fact that you are dealing with the customer of the company that you were representing during this delivery. And so a good part of customer service is recognizing that relationship. Okay. But now you're thinking, but I thought that the person who ordered the food was the customer. And they are, but they aren't. Now, the diner, Grubhub likes to call them the diner, and maybe that's a good term to use. I'm not sure. They're kind of in this funny sort of la-la land, you know, and they're, they're kind of in that deepest part of that customer within a customer within a customer thing. Because if you base the customer relationship, though, on who is paying money to whom, well, in some ways, you could say that the customer, the, the diner is a customer of all three of the app of the restaurant, and of yourself as a delivery person. Because, you know, they do the ordering from the delivery app more often than not. Now, sometimes I think they'll order from the restaurant site and it'll place it then through the delivery app. But more often than not, I think they go to Grubhub or to Postmates or wherever and they place the order there. They pay the money there. So in some ways, they are Grubhub's customer. But then the bulk of that money goes to the restaurant and so, you know, and Grubhub's just taking like a commission off of that. So they're kind of like the customer of the restaurant. But then you deliver the food, and if they give you a tip, 
that kind of creates a little bit of a relationship with you, doesn't it? Now, you want to really throw a wrench into that discussion? These delivery companies, they make the claim that they're not actually delivery companies. And you're sitting there saying, how, how can that be? Now, DoorDash says they're not a delivery company. Think about that one for a moment. Here's the reason why. This all comes back to, you know, probably the biggest example is the AB5 legislation in California where they're trying to define exactly who is an independent contractor. One of the stipulations in that, and really this is something that is kind of at the core of all the different tests, uh, it's not as important in some states as in others, but one of the things about it is you're not supposed to hire an independent contractor to do the work of the company. If you're a sales company, your salespeople are supposed to be employees. And uh, as a delivery company, really your delivery people are supposed to be employees because of that. So what they will do is say, well, we're not really delivery companies. We're technology companies. And all we are doing is facilitating relationship between the delivery people and the end user. And so in some ways, they'll try and make that claim that actually the end user is your customer. Now, there are some problems with that, such as the fact that what we get paid isn't based on what the end user pays to the company. So it's not like there's a pass through. And we also don't get the right to actually establish that customer relationship with that company. So there are a lot of flaws with that argument. But that is kind of one of those things that just probably just more for interest sake can throw a wrench into that whole discussion of who is a customer. But I think ultimately, I would say that the diner is probably equal parts customer of the delivery company and of the restaurant. And honestly, I'm not sure it matters a whole lot, to be honest. Um, either way, there's an obligation on our part to give them respect and to be professional with them because they are customers of your customer or customers of your customer's customer or something like that. Anyway. The question becomes then, when we realize who our customer really is, when it's the app, you know, what do we do with that information? Here are a few thoughts that I've got in relationship to what that means for us. The first thing is that that relationship actually changes the balance of power a little bit because it's not an employee-employer relationship. This is literally a business-to-business -business relationship. What you have with Grubhub, with DoorDash, with Uber Eats, you are technically considered to be a business. You're contracting with a business. It is a business-to-business -business relationship. It is really more of a relationship of equals, not of a master-servant type of relationship. And what that means is they cannot control you just in the same way that you can't control how 7-Eleven or um, JCPenney or any other company does their business, right? There's still a balance in the relationship because if your customer service as a business is really crappy, the customers quit coming. And so you see what I mean? There's, there's still that balance and everything, but it really does kind of change, I think, that balance of power, and it really changes that dynamic between us and these companies. And, and I think, really, it gives us more of a sense of power. That's my take on it. 
The other thing is, is it's a limited customer relationship. Our customers cannot set our prices, right? I've got a buddy of mine. He makes these custom frame bags for mountain bikes. But I can't walk into his shop and say, hey, Joe, I want you to sell me this bag for $30, even though I know the materials cost you probably $50 or $60. And I know that because it's a custom bag, you got to put a lot of hours into making that thing. And that'd be kind of absurd for me to expect that. Say, But I'm your customer. You've got to do it. That's kind of what these companies do. Our customers, the gig apps, that's what they do when they expect us to accept every order. As a business in a business-to-business relationship, you've got a right to set your price. Now, we get into detail on this more in episode 12, and in that we talk about how you can set your price through accepting and rejecting your orders, you know, because you set it based on whether or not the order meets your hourly rate. We can't set the delivery fees, but we can set our price through what orders we accept. The other thing that is limited about this relationship is that the relationship is on a delivery by delivery basis. I just mentioned this a little bit ago. We've got a moral obligation, folks, to provide excellent customer service from the moment we accept a delivery offer to the moment that we complete the delivery. But the nature of the relationship is only during the time of that delivery. There's no retainer here. There is no expectation that Now, they are your customer, and that means that you've got to accept the next order in order to meet their customer goals. That is getting outside of whatever that relationship is. That's getting into more how they operate their business and everything like that. They cannot expect that of you, and there is a limitation in that relationship. Here is another takeaway, and that is that how we act with our customers and with our customers' customers, has an impact. It makes a difference. And it can make a it can make a positive, but it can especially make a really negative difference for us. Folks, I'm amazed when I go on Twitter and I see the tweets that people do at these delivery companies talking about the way their drivers acted. And some of the stuff that drivers do, you know, and there's one that really kind of made the news lately about, you know, a driver that ate half the food and just different things like that. Guys, some of these people take their independence way beyond the realms of common sense, you know. Here's the deal is you're serving a customer and you're doing it as a representative. Even if it's not a direct relationship to the customer, they are a customer of your customer. And the problem is that if enough of this crappy service continues, what happens is that customer quits ordering from the restaurant or from Grubhub or whoever. And if the restaurant's losing business, they quit doing business with the delivery apps. If the delivery apps are losing business, and I think you're seeing it happen a lot with Grubhub right now, that affects us as drivers. And uh, because now all of a sudden there's less, there are fewer deliveries to go around. And so, you know, it really makes a difference all the way down the line of this whole customer reception thing. One last takeaway on this is that customers deserve our respect just by virtue of the fact that they are customers. And this is all three levels of customers, the apps, the restaurants, the end users. Folks, there, there, there's a line between criticizing things that our customers do 
and being contemptful. And that line's not that that fine, you know. It's it's a pretty solid line. We are professionals. And I'm going to have issues and I'm going to voice concerns about the way these delivery companies will do things at times. Uh, I do not have any respect for the way that they flaunt the boundaries when it comes to the independent contractor relationship, but they are still my customer. As long as I'm accepting money from them, I'm going to be respectful of them. And the same goes for the restaurants and the same goes for the folks that we deliver to. All of them pay a fair bit of money. You know, those restaurants actually pay a lot of money to have these things, have these orders delivered, sometimes up to 35% of what they receive. That's a lot when you're a restaurant. And and I know some restaurant owners and, uh, you know, it's kind of a challenge for them trying to figure out whether or not it actually pays. But the thing that amazes me, you know, and, and the delivery fees and stuff like that, it's not cheap to order food in most cases. And these people are paying money and we are making money because they are paying all this extra money. And I think that deserves a certain amount of respect. It doesn't mean that they can push us around, but it means being respectful. It means being professional. I am just blown away sometimes by the contempt that I see in some of the forums and uh, that people have for the delivery companies, for the restaurants, for the customers. I mean, there are some people, they've just got contempt for everybody who's breathing, I think. And maybe that's just the fact that it's social media or something like that. And sometimes that brings out the worst in people. I don't know. But folks, we are professionals. We are business owners. And the bottom line is we can do better. Here's the thing, folks, is there's a fair trade for our freedom, for our independence. Now, I preach this a lot as far as what the with the gig companies, that when they choose not to pay up for having us as employees, when they choose the cheap and easy route by bringing on independent contractors instead of employees, there's a trade-off for that. They cannot control us. They have to allow us to operate as a business, as the business that they designated us as being. So there is a trade-off when they do that. Well, the same thing, though, is true for us. Because I know that there are those of us who, as I mentioned earlier, are the accidental business owners. And there are a number of us who actually chose this because we wanted the freedom. You know what I mean? I'm one of those people. I chose this because I want to set my own hours. I want to be able to determine when I go, where I go. I want to be able to kind of control my own destiny. But there's a trade-off for that as well, because to do that, I have to operate as a business. And part of operating as a business is to provide customer service. You can't have it both ways. There's a responsibility for respect. There's a responsibility for professionalism. There's a responsibility for customer service. So folks, that's going to wrap it up for today's episode. Now that we understand who our customer is, tomorrow we're going to dig into having more of a customer service attitude. I want to thank you for tuning in and joining us today. Come on over to the website, check us out. You can scroll through the different blog posts that we have there. If you go to deliveronyourbusiness.com, that takes you to the podcast page, but then you can also click on the blog. And you can also look us up on Twitter, Facebook, and even LinkedIn and just search for Entree Courier in each of those. You can look for our podcast on, uh, you can find it on the uh, deliveronyourbusiness.com. 
page and you can you can get episodes there or you can go to all of the main podcast channels like iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, etc. Now folks, I save this part for the end because I usually I don't want to ask a favor unless I've earned the right to ask it. And I try and earn the right by providing good information to provide stuff that helps you out. And if I'm helping you out at all, either through the blog or through the podcast, could you do me a favor? Could you spread the word? Can you let people know about us? If you know other drivers that could benefit from what we are providing here, tell them about us. Point, point them over to Deliver on Your Business or point them over to EntreeCourier.com. If you can share us on social media or if you can leave a review on uh, places like iTunes, that kind of stuff helps us get found. Folks, one last thing that I'm going to ask you, please. Go out there. Take control of your business. Go and be the boss. Yeah.